Hi, this is Ian. And I'm Mark. And this is... Let's get into it. Let's get into it. Uh, our three topics for this program, we have the college football playoffs starting up very soon, followed by the market predictions for 2022. And lastly, as a little bit of a wild card, uh, Mark and I are going to be talking about um, the year in review in terms of um, some books some, and some movies. Uh, so without further ado... Actually, I'm going to pause you with further ado, Ian. Before we get too deep, uh, we recorded a pilot episode about two or three weeks ago. So does that make this episode one or is this episode two? How does that work? For me, this is a solid, solid episode two. I think episode this is, two. Uh, this is part of the canon. This is the revenge, the phantom. This is uh, any of the adjectives you want to give it. This is number two. This is a deuce. All right. Double, double. So here we go. Yeah. Um, so as, uh, we have we have a, we have a beverage choice as well. So yep. uh, something Mark and I want to do is we want to highlight our, our love of the uh, craft brew industry. Uh, so Mark, what are you inviting in this uh, this evening? I have Crop Duster Citra IPA. Saw it at the local. Uh, Look at that Crop Duster. Yeah, IPA. it's from so uh, so... it's from Grand Haven, and luckily it tells me everything right on it that I can I can tell you. It's smooth. It's smooth bodied, all citra like hop. I wasn't sure. Yeah, American IPA, seven point three percent, and a cool art. It's like an airplane, crop duster, crop, nice. you know, hop dopper. So yeah, I'm gonna be good. What about you? So what I have for this evening is I have a Hop Avenger IPA from our friends at New Belgium Brewery. Classic. Um, yeah. New Belgium is a classic. Seven percent possibly, um, just a classic IPA. So uh, pretty much in keeping with my uh, my favorite here. So. Uh, cheers. Yeah, cheers. Here we go. All right, sports, so you said? previously mentioned, yeah. our first topic for this evening is the impending college football playoffs. Um, we have uh, Alabama and Cincinnati. They're our number one and four seed. And then we have our, our, our Michigan Wolverines um, taking on the Bulldogs of Georgia. That's your two and three matchup. Um, so those are the top four teams. Uh, that's where we're at right now. Yeah, uh, I'm good for Cincinnati, right? I mean, huge, huge. Um, this is really the, t- the first time we've had someone outside the Power Five conference. Even, well, they're in. Uh, usually, there's somebody knocking on the door, but the uh, the committee has been um, pretty much not interested in playing ball. Do you think? Do you think the Power Five. they earned it this year, or is this like a two year resume? <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah, so I guess is this is just because, you know, it's been a long time coming and eventually the you know, the, the public at large would be like, Hey, someone else has gotta get in besides Alabama and uh, Clemson, although Clemson this year didn't make it. Um well they were undefeated, which is obviously what you have to be if you're not if you're not an Alabama or Ohio yeah, State at I mean, a undefeated clean slate. Um they did beat Notre Dame. At Notre Dame. That that was uh, the program that was uh, that was their signature win. Biggest right? win. Yeah. Yeah, and um, maybe the committee is, is playing catch-up a little bit in terms of there have been some teams that arguably had a resume that was you know worthy of the top four but didn't make it because TV ratings, fan base, um, I mean, this, this, is, this is about money at the end of the day, unfortunately, no matter what you say about um, the college sports athletes. So um, Cincinnati well, doesn't have the fan base to travel. They're not, they're not going to be putting up the – huge 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 numbers so the the uh the proposed solution is going to be expanded playoffs right that nobody ever gets left out 
Yeah, I mean, you you really can't go less than four. Uh, I mean, four is is a magic number in terms of you get three games out of that. Um, but uh, it, with five power conferences and four teams, uh, someone's always left out. Um, sometimes potentially that means someone who you know had a uh, had a one loss but didn't even make their conference finals. Sometimes it's a conference final victory like Alabama, who had previously lost to Georgia. Um, so comes so, back and uh, beats them. How many years? Yeah, is it going to be until the playoffs expand? Two years, five years, never. It's going to expand, right? I would, I would say within five years because the way I look at it, it all expands. Um, the NFL has added, has added a game. Yeah. Um, everybody wants a piece of the pie. So well, they get a piece of know, pie. They just want they want a bigger pie. The bigger pie. Yeah, exactly. I mean. Uh, there's always a few teams that you know you, you kind of wish. Oh, I, I wish I had seen that matchup. And with four teams, there's no wiggle room really. So and that's the argument, um, right? It's for the players, <laughs> right? I mean, if you look at the if you look at the the, the seven years we've had this uh, seven or eight years rather, Alabama's been in seven times, uh, Clemson six, and then you know there's a, there, there's there's a hodgepodge of of one and two and three teams. So. Um, I mean, Michigan, this is the first time Michigan's even made this this fairly new system. Uh, this is their inaugural time. Right, top four, yeah. So. Back in the 2000s, they may have had a few more, but since it is only seven years old, like you said, yeah. Right. So, I mean, for me, um, even when we have the matchups we want, there's usually a blowout or two. So, uh, my prediction uh, is that... You're going on record? One of, one of these matchups is, is not is not good. I, I, I don't know if Cincinnati can hang on. Um and Michigan has a has a pretty big task against a really good Bulldogs team. So, um, I hope they do. I I, I hope Cincinnati forty five seventeen. That's what I'd love to see. So, Just, what would that mean to you if if you have a team that on paper well, doesn't have the five star recruits, doesn't have the the caliber? What if they do take down? Why it would be nice is just because Alabama is. I mean, they at the ranking, but they're pretty. They barely won so many games. I know the SEC; it's better than everybody else, but it's like yeah. I mean, I guess oh my the, gosh, the triple was, overtimes. You know what I mean? Like yeah, they definitely weren't as dominant as they've been in the past. No, they do play in the toughest conference. So even their even their mid level matchups against the Kentuckys of you know of the world in the SEC. I mean, they're 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 usually pretty good programs. So yeah. um, I guess uh, we're not. Uh, Big huge sports sports gamblers betters, but I mean, if you had to, if you had some free money and you wanted to put on a team, uh, if I had free money, I would a hundred bucks. I I would put a. Well, I would love to say, I would love to put on Michigan since we're in Michigan. But honestly, yeah. I think Georgia's going to win that game, and I I think Alabama will beat Cincinnati. So I'm sorry. So I'm easy. Those are my picks. Yeah. Yes. Well, um, we will see. We have a little bit of a bit of a time gap here the uh, games are until uh, new year's eve uh, followed up by the championship game uh, january 10th yeah so it's just what a gap i mean the, so the, this is a long season for these guys this the nfl is, is bad enough july, at two weeks but yeah late july to january season i mean uh that, that's quite a bit of time for these uh 19 and 20 year olds if you can believe it or not it's a long time for um, you and me so anyway um that was our first topic i'm gonna let uh, you mark kind of lead us into the sphere of the sphere of finance sure um 
So speaking of predictions, let me let me grab my notes here. All, yeah, do. yeah all, all the all the big players have been um, predicting their market 2022 outlets, and if you if you follow any of the YouTubers or podcasts, everyone's everyone's predicting a crash. It feels like is that what you're seeing? Everyone has a sort of dire kind of you know the sky is falling in chicken little prediction. Yeah. Um. So I, I didn't. There's, yeah, ahead, uh, there's, I saw a few different reports out there, and I and I grabbed these numbers from a Forbes article. They just compiled everything. So, just a few numbers for you. As of this recording, uh, the S and P five hundred is at four thousand seven hundred and twelve. All right. So uh, Wells Fargo thinks it's going to be between fifty one hundred and fifty three hundred. Goldman Sachs fifty one hundred. J P Morgan fifty fifty. Uh, Bank of America. A little more uh, uh, bearish, forty six hundred, and Morgan Stanley forty four hundred. So, top to bottom, based on what is currently at, that's like a twenty percent plus or minus swing. Well, twenty up, five down, fifteen up, five down. It's like throwing a dart at a wall. And I think I don't have any studies. It's just, it's just guessing every year. So, what I want you, Ian, is what's your what's your guess on on December thirty first, twenty twenty two? What's the S and P going to be? I would predict that we'd have a slight downturn. Slight downturn. downturn. Why is why is that? Mostly because it's been so good for so long, and um, you don't you don't get and you know. Eventually, there's going to be a slight correction. So um, you're thinking just regression to the mean. Basically, yes. Yeah. We've been riding this high for 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 many many months. Well, um, here here's here's what Bank of America said. Again, they're thinking forty six hundred, okay. so down about three or five percent. There's too many gotcha. similarities between today and the dot-com bubble of 99-2000. There's excessive speculation, high valuations, um, surging inflation, love that word, frenzied IPO activity, and especially uh, SPACs, which they didn't say, but I'm saying a lot of SPACs, and liquidity Severe risk. SPAC. Yeah. So they think down, you think so because of regression to the mean. But it's, What's ironic it's, here is I actually... Pretty much all the the boldface words that they provided us here, all these frenzies and speculation and excessive, I actually don't disagree at all with any of that. Um, I think anybody who's invested anything in the last 24 months um, has seen um, a lot of these issues um, come to the table. Um, I guess, you know, one of these things that I was thinking of is what does it mean for these huge banks to put out predictions? I mean, it's kind of... I this think is bread, this is their bread and butter. I mean, this is their money. So I mean, yeah, I would say most of them. The point is, is you aim low to manage expectations. So if you exceed it, you look good. Right. But also, you just it's just news. It's buzz. Let me read you another one. Okay, here's Goldman Sachs, who gotcha. actually thinks it's going to increase to fifty one hundred from forty seven hundred. They said a decelerating economic growth, tightening Fed, rising real yields suggests investors should expect modestly below average returns next year but they say 10 percent gain how is a 10 percent gain below average returns do you get above average returns of 10 percent yeah i do don't they? know no not really i think that's that's strangely worded i think they yeah that sounds I negative they're but they're saying not worried but bizarre yeah that seems that seems strange to me um so you so yeah, what, what was your final much what's your final number Sorry, what's your final number Final number, so the market right now is forty-seven twelve. Correct, and two cents, I think. Yeah. 
five percent down from that. So I mean, you're looking. Uh, okay. So not 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 a huge difference. Um, here's my prediction. Ironically, here's mine. Ready? Yeah. The yeah, exact same number. The exact same number. Twelve months from now, it's gonna be forty-seven twelve. That's it. We're gonna go up. We're gonna go down. Boom. End of the year rate where it is. Yeah, I do wonder if. So you know, full disclosure. Last year, I wasn't quite as invested and involved with the whole ecosphere of reading all these reports. So I don't know if at the beginning of every, at the end of a new, of a year, the beginning of a new year, I don't know if this is the typical kind of language and the typical kind of um, way that they go about doing this. But everybody seems to have an opinion. Yeah. And um, well, we they, do. We do on record. Buzzwords, we do on record now too. Different answers. Yeah. So, so uh, it should be really interesting. We're going to revisit uh, the story. It's an annual tradition we just started, right? <laughs> yeah, this is good. I mean, this we can start here and then we can, you know, move forward and see just is this is this what they do every year? Yeah. Um, 10% up, 10% down. Um, I don't know, but it's interesting. It's 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 a huge story and if you follow finance and, and YouTube, you'll be flooded with everybody has an armchair prediction and uh, everybody seems to know exactly what the number is going to be for next year so yeah that's uh, it that's, tell, right? that's our finance advice if you uh you, you follow our advice and lose money don't sue us we're just guessing so yeah <laughs> please don't yeah <laughs> thank you um so moving into kind of the you know the wild card the the the, the third topic of three topics uh Eleventh, um, so close to the end of the year. Um, not so much doing a year in review here from 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 Mark and I, um, but we like to share with you at least a few books and and some and some movies that that, that we found enjoyable, and that we think um, you guys would like as well. Um, do you want to start, Mark, with some of the uh, recommendations on your end? Oh yeah, definitely. So your prompt to me, which I slightly misinterpreted, was let's look at the year. You know, pick three, three, pick three books or movies or whatever your category is, and I interpreted it as one of each because that's that's my prerogative. So that's what I chose to do. That's how you think? Yeah. So think, for yes. my um, book, uh, I started a new series this year. Brandon Sanderson. I think I have it back here behind me. Uh, the Way of Kings. It's like a series, and so I think I've read the first two and a half so far. You know, alternate universe kind of fantasy novel. Uh, just fun to read at bed. So The Way of Kings by Brandon Sanderson. That's been my, my number one book for the Sounds year great. so far. Sounds great. Uh, my number two movie is, well, I saw, I think, only two movies this year. Um, and it was, what I, what I tell you? I can't even remember. What, it's not Munchkins. What's it called? Minions. Not Munchkins, Minions. But Minions. I saw it with my Munchkins. Yeah. I saw it with my two kids, and that was their first movie movie, movie theater experience. Um, so, so just for that reason, they had a fun time. We rented the theater out because it was like a hundred bucks to do that, and brought you know twenty million members, and it was actually quite economical. What a year it's been, yeah. Yeah, um, and then my third one for my favorite podcast this year, of course, <laughs> this is it. Let's get into it, right? We're syndicated now. This is two, so top of the charts for you. Yeah. This is, this is, it. Yes, this is the most successful cool. podcast I've ever been a part of. So, like, comment, subscribe, whatever all those well, words good. are. Thanks. Yeah, well, thanks for those recommendations. Um, so, I've, I've, for the last couple of years, made a goal of reading at least 52 books a year, um, you know, a book a week. And um, Do you struggle? Do you year, struggle on, the, on, on leap year? Does that throw you off? 
leap years are the worst, man. I, <laughs> I, I, I can't even fathom how I'm going to do it. It's going to throw it all, all into all. It's not. It's not going to be pretty. Yeah. Um, but I'll I'll share with you a couple of books. Strangely enough, these were books that I read fairly recently. Um, I do write down every book I read throughout the course of the year, but uh, I'm going to give you four right now. Uh, Cloud Cuckoo Land is kind of the big it book right now. Um, Anthony Doerr. Um, it is an intense book. It 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 uh, follows six protagonists over 800 years. Uh, so it's a fair chunk of time. It's a it's a fair chunk of words there he provides. Uh, but really fascinating book. Um, is a book. Um, the title is hell of a book, and uh, you will you will that will not be weird to you after about 20 pages in. It's a, it's a kind of a meta title. That's by uh, Jason Mott. Um, a book called The Matrix. And uh, this is not has anything to do with um, our friends Lawrence Fishburne and the Wachowski. No relation to Keanu Reeves. It's a totally different series. Um, it's a, it's actually about it's about it's about a nunnery about 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 some nuns in the um, Eleanor of Aquitaine kind of time frame. So we're talking a long time ago. Definitely not and, digital computers. Uh, yeah, okay. The last book is called. Yeah. So the title I think is actually not. It, it, it makes sense to read the book. I'm sure it makes sense at some point. Definitely misleading. Yeah. Um, and then lastly, a book called Abundance um, by Jacob Guzan. Uh, this is a really, excuse me, tough, tough read. It's about a father and son who literally have about two nickels to rub together. Um, and, you know, their, their struggles to basically stay alive in a world without any capital. Um so those four books were kind of the ones that stuck with me. Um, in terms of movies, I, I, you know, Mark, you mentioned you didn't see a lot of movies. Um, I definitely didn't watch as many films. Um, but movies that were released in 2021, I, I did find two that I, that I really liked. I like Nomadland. Um, also a good book. It's based on a book. Yeah. Um, this is the uh, itinerant kind of Amazon warehouse, caravan, RV lifestyle. And then um, probably one that not everyone here will immediately recognize, but it's called Sound of Metal. Um, I think it, I think it came out on Amazon Prime. It's about a musician uh, drummer who ends up uh, going deaf pretty rapidly in his struggles with what does it mean to deal with deal with the world in which sound was a yes fairly fairly important issue, and then he's unable to uh, uh, hear. And did, did I remember hearing about this? Uh, didn't, didn't they didn't they like do some interesting things like visually or audit you know, auditorily? Is that the word? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, yeah, there 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 are scenes with total absence of sound. Yeah. Where you see lips moving and you see like leaves rustling, but there's no accompaniment in terms of audio. audio. Yeah. Um, so this is available on Amazon Prime. I actually think Nomadland also premiered on Amazon Prime, so I'm not sure. This is not like a, a pitch for Amazon Prime necessarily, but yeah, uh, no, not sponsored. They, they yeah. do content. <laughs> so, so really, those those. The, sorry, go ahead. I just said we're not sponsored, unfortunately. <laughs> those are the um, yeah, no, not not at all. Um, we uh, pay our dues like everyone else. So you know, those are some of the top three things. Uh, Mark went a different path. And he gave us uh, one of each, and I gave you a, a lot to look over. So, um, I hope you find something that you find it enjoyable and when you do you can think of us um so that those are our three topics for today mr mark um yeah so let's, let's wrap it up with our takeaways college football takeaways 
the uh, the big boys are going to win. Is that, is that it? I think that there's a good chance. I don't think Cincinnati wins the college football championship. No. Um, I do think that every year we'll hear the expansion and expansion eventually will become eight teams. And then uh, we'll hear the, the necessary 16 team expansion to follow that. So, you know, no one's ever going to be completely satisfied, but um, hopefully they're good games. Um, yeah. And uh, you guys can enjoy them. And then finance. Uh, Stock market. Something we, we both said do, doom and gloom. We both predicted doom and gloom like everybody else. I didn't want to, but we did, right? I said even, you said down. So A little more doom, a little more doom and gloom. Um, I just think, you know, all, all good things kind of eventually settle. I, I don't think that it can go up forever. Um, we are living in a difficult time with... Uh, COVID and such. So, I mean, uh, inflation and supply chain issues. Um, I guess with the abundance of issues, I find it hard to believe that there won't be some negative fall. This yeah. Is, I my two cents. Yep. And then I guess uh, the final, our wild card topic for the day, I, I takeaway would be you should read, you should watch movies, you should and you should listen you should to podcasts. Specifically, this one. Well, let's get into <laughs> let's get it. Let's get into it. <laughs> All uh, right. Take care. All right. Thanks for joining us, guys. Thanks for listening. This podcast is for entertainment purposes only. The content in this podcast is not intended to be a research report, financial, or life advice, and does not constitute an endorsement of any product, service, individual, or organization.